You're listening to the Anything and Everything Drew Podcast. Welcome to Anything and Everything Drew. Today I got a special, special guest. My own cousin Mike with us today. How you doing, Mike? Doing good. What's up? What's up, internet world? (laughs) So we're going to continue our discussion on E3, and I just going to basically get Mike's opinions on some of these presentations, games, pick his brain a little bit. So, Cousin Mike, mm-hmm. have you seen anything about Anthem? I have seen some stuff about Anthem. I am, honestly, I'm excited about it. And I'm happy to see that uh, Bioware learned its lesson from the Mass Effect Andromeda debacle <laughs> and is actually taking the time to produce a decent game. Question marks. Fingers crossed, since nobody on the internet can actually see us crossing both sets of fingers. We are. We're well, hoping. Yeah. That it doesn't suck and become another destiny. Yeah, I'm blasting Bungie. Boom. <laughs> Bungie has been blasted. Plenty. <laughs> yeah. And I just started playing Destiny 2 and I'm... It's underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. It's very repetitive. I wasn't impressed. That's the problem with the big world FPS games. It becomes repetitive because... You they run out of different ways of... Blowing shit up. Yeah. Let's be creative now, shall we? Yeah. But On this level, your gun's going to be a chicken. <laughs> what? Well, th- thank you? <laughs> cool. Bok, 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 But yeah, no, I've... So I've got the bok gun. I love the premise. I love that they're not making it on Earth. or, But it's an Earth-like planet, at least as far as I've seen. But, like, the whole premise... Is exciting, but it, this is also the same thing that when Division first came out, or when Division was announced that it was going to be coming out, and then showing all that footage, I was like, "Yes, that is awesome! Great idea!" And then I got the game, and it was like, "This is great!" Now it's boring. <laughs> I remember getting the Division. Oh, this is a cool idea. Ten minutes in the game, I went, "What have I done?" Yeah. I no. said. Speaking of the division, hmm. the division two. I have not seen the trailer for that one yet. No. Disappointing. It looks like they improved on a lot, but I think division one left a really sour taste in my mouth that I'm like, I'm not even gonna bother with it. And see, that was me with, uh, with. Why did my bl- my destiny? That was with me with destiny. <laughs> I that's bought. How, that's how good destiny was. It leaves your mind like that. Well, see, I kept trying to give destiny a chance. I'm like, okay, maybe this DLC will be the whole game we were supposed to get. <laughs> maybe this DLC will be the whole game that we were supposed to get. <laughs> maybe the third one will be the DLC to make up for all of my sadness. Yeah, I decided after spending almost $100 on Destiny, I was done. Absolutely done. Bungie pissed me off enough to go, you know what? I loved what you guys did with Halo, but this was a dick move, and you know it was a dick move. (laughs) Big time dick move. You should have released that entire thing, let people play and enjoy, and get enveloped in the story instead of cookie-cuttering it out. And who gets rid of Peter Dinklage? Idiots. Literally, pay the man what he's worth. Seriously, let him continue to talk 
for one of your characters. That by far, he's got one of those most recognizable voices on yeah. TV nowadays. So what that that'd be like go having Morgan Freeman do the ghost. <laughs> and then just, you know, great narrator or James Earl Jones. You know, great narrator. Distinctive voice, powerful, has presence. Nope. I'm gonna have my cousin Ted do it. <laughs> hey Ted, you're gonna be a ghost. Yeah. You get to read the same stuff that Peter Dinklage did, but you're gonna do it not as good as he did. And yeah. That, that that but we have standards. Here. But I'm I'm bashing on Bungie because you know I I'm hopeful they'll they'll bounce back and go back to making great video games. But who knows? There's always um, hope. But Anthem, no, like when I first saw the preview for Anthem, what was it? EA sixteen or seventeen? Sixteen. It was sixteen because it said they said they were gonna release eighteen and nope, we're gonna release nineteen. Good call. <laughs> yeah. Don't make a game that sucks. But and uh, EA is also announcing battle, um, announced Battlefield Five and it, mm, another Battlefield. It's why coming like Call of Duties where it's like repetitive. It's the same crap over Speaking and over. Of Call of Duties, the new Black Ops is all multiplayer, no storyline, no. And, no, there's no campaign. Oh, and all right. There's gonna be battle royale mode. Oh, is they that jump, they jumped on that wagon? What, what is what is the difference? I like Fortnite. No, no, I understand Fortnite. I love Fortnite. I think that's a great premise, and they don't lie about it, and they make it goofy as crap, and I love that. But the throw Call of Duty mix in modern maps, special features. But like, so it's just anybody and anybody can come and just fight yep. you. Yeah, I mean that's a, it's kind of the same same premise, like, but they it, added a few. But like, it's like why 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 them produce the game? Because you've already got what is it? Player ground unknown, right? And then PUBG, yeah. PUBG, and Fortnite, right? You've already got two very popular. Yeah, and now now it looks like you're just trying to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, exactly. If like uh, what was it? I think it was a Call of Duty Black Ops the. The first one, where Russia invades the United States. Is that the right one? Or was that two? It's one or two. One or two. I, haven't, I actually haven't played Black Ops well, in forever. I remember playing the campaign. Courtney got it for me, and I was all excited. I was like, all right, I get to be one of the cool kids and play, you know, one of the modern warfare games. And I'm like, all right, this is going to be awesome. And I beat the campaign in less than three hours. Oh... It was sad. It was really sad because it's like they had all of this stuff that could have built into this amazing story. Absolutely. Like, have you ever seen the movie Red Dawn? Yeah. Did you see both of them or just the the, first one? The the original. The I mean the the second one was good, but it was it didn't have the same flavor because I'm partial to '80s movies. So we'll get into that. Yeah. <laughs> so um we'll branch off of that. Yeah, in, in a sec. Um so essentially the you know, Russia invades. I'm like, "Oh, that's awesome." And they had that whole precursor of why Russia would invade the United States. Completely far-fetched, but you know, it, it's a video game. You want a storyline that's bigger than the real world. So you're going to, you know, want to play it. And then these guys and it's like, all right, you're part of a ranger team, and you're blowing stuff up, and you're fighting the Ruskies and all that stuff, right? And you're having a blast, and then game ends. Uh, I was like, what? Why? <laughs> this is a great premise. What is the matter with you? It's the same thing with Titanfall. 
Did you ever play Titanfall? No, I didn't. All right. So this great story. You're a, a great premise for a story. You're far reaches of of the universe. A corporation kind of owns this whole system of planets or or a sector of planets and everything like that. And you've got the corporation, and then you've got basically people fighting for their independence. So it's kind of that that same trope back and forth of you know the evil corporation slash government fight being fought by the resistance, and the resistance is the good guys. Well, the thought or the process of this whole thing, which I thought was a great idea, is it tells both sides of the story, and not only that, it tells both sides of the story, and you get to fight in a giant robot. So it was kind of, it was kind of a combination of, and this is the other great premise, and I'll get into that in, in a sec after I finish explaining how the storyline went. So it's got a, a, a story tree. It's not very big, which I'll get into the, that too. <laughs> but, and you know, it had this great premise, right, of this here, this here, this here. If you lose, this is what's said. If you win, this is what's said. And you go to either this part of the map or you go to this part of the map and so on and so forth. Now, I realize it was a title release, so it was supposed to come out I swear I didn't do it. Oh, no. Well, it was an ambulance, so ambulance. it wasn't a cop. Hope they're okay. Yeah, nobody's dead here. Um, so, the... Uh, except for the grass. It's except for the grass. It's hot outside. Yeah, it, it, all the grass is dead. 110 degrees does that. Yeah, no, that's what happens when you live in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Arizona. <laughs> I, I, I want to cheers to whoever decided to settle this place way yeah. back when. Yeah, thank you. Thank they, you, they, our they, forebears. You know, thank you because you must have done it in the winter time. Like, oh, it's beautiful weather, and then by the time summer came around, you're like, shit, we made it, we fucked up. Yeah, but it's too late. We can't move. Man, this sucks. <laughs> We're cooking out here. Oh, interesting segue, and then we'll go back to it. I found out recently. I didn't know about this, but there's some kind of purchase, kind of like the Louisiana purchase, but not as awesome. So, <laughs> but not as awesome. Cause so essentially. There was this. Arizona didn't have a leg down, like where Yuma is. Like Yuma used to be part of Mexico. Yep. We could have had Baja California as part of this, but I guess we didn't want to spend the money. I found this out at work. You learn something new every day. But to go back to Titanfall, all right? <laughs> I know. We could, have, we could have had a beach. Yeah, we could. Have, we could have had a beach. Arizona could have had a beach, and whoever was in charge. It is a dick. Thanks. That, that's literally what it boils down to. We could have had a beach. Cheapskate. We could have had Rocky Point, but no, we can't. Cheapskate. Yeah, exactly. It would have cost you an extra million dollars back Come then. on. You're the government. You can print money. <laughs> no, that's where we messed up. <laughs> so, with Titanfall. With Titanfall, sorry. I, I, I honestly, it's like a rabbit trail with me. So, it's all good. Hey, look, squirrel. Yeah, squirrel. <laughs> um, so essentially, it's got this character or this this playing arc, and and the cool thing about this is, is the only way, and this was also a detriment to it too. The only way to progress in the story is to play multiplayer. So you've got six people versus six people. I th- yeah, I think it was like six on six. It was either six on six or five on five, one of the two, and essentially. Your te- if you play with a team that sucks, you're going to lose. If you play on a team that that's good, you're going to win. 
And it, the, the game is fast-paced enough where it, when it first released, there, was, there wasn't a whole lot out there. So since there wasn't a whole lot out there, boom, all this stuff breaks onto the scene, right? And all, or not all this stuff, but all these people are like, I want to get in, I want to get in, I want to play, I want to play, I want to play. And, you know. I feel like they had server issues. Uh, I think it did have server issues I, from what I can remember. Because I didn't buy it like right when it dropped. I bought it like three, yeah, I, I like, like three right weeks. Opening was like, when you're like, we want to get in. Yeah, and it wouldn't let anybody <laughs> in. But see, this is where it drew back. It had character arcs that they could have expanded on, like expanded on an infinite number of possibilities. Could have transpired. You could have told a great story, and never had to do a single cutscene. And that's the crazy part about this whole thing, because even their cutscenes were kind of like, uh, have you ever played the Warhammer 40K, uh, like Dawn of Wars? No. All right, essentially, it's not like a true cutscene. Like, you hear the people talking, yeah. but it's like an animation of, like, the face or some yeah, yeah. some slight movement, but it's not like a whole thing. And there's actually a YouTube, couple of YouTubers that they're doing something similar to that for like a whole series that they're planning on doing. Templin Institute, if you check them out on YouTube, they're awesome. I love those guys. Templin but like Institute. the lady that's- We're not sponsored by the way. Yeah, we're not sponsored. So you just got free publicity. You're welcome, Templin Institute. <laughs> so um, so anyways, they, it, it just, it dropped the ball. It was the same, same story told in two different directions. And again, a game that I was able to run through both campaigns in less than six hours. Which, if it was a different campaign, like it, no matter, because each iteration you could have gone a completely different way. Right. And all you would have had to have done is create more multiplayer maps and have whoever you were paying as the voice actor voice act for maybe a, you know, 10 to 15 more pages worth of lines. You know, and build a full character arc. Because, like, there was a, a main character. I mean, I, spoiler alert. Um, essentially, one of the main characters in the Resistance campaign, if he sacrifices himself to save the Resistance, right? Which is cool. But when you've literally only developed the character within six sentences, it was kind of like, oh, okay. He died. Okay, I, I don't care. You know? Oh, it made it seem so <laughs> mundane. Yeah, like... it was just, it was it was like, if he would have been like somebody that I was like, I literally played like 20 hours of this game. And there's an interesting segue into uh, Ace Combat, the Ghost of Rosgrees or something like that. I can't remember the, that. It was like that whole, uh, oh, what's the name of that block? You know, where Lithuania and all the... Never mind. It's silly. But anyways, yeah, well, I, we're, I've been we're playing. like scratching our heads, like yeah. And this didn't even have it didn't even have a face. It just had a voice, right? And I remember playing this Ace Combat game, and I'm flying my my jet fighter, and I mean, the, this is literally that that story arc point where there, no matter what you do, this story point is going to happen regardless of how you play. So, literally, it's boiling up to this, and then all of a sudden, one of your team gets shot down. That. Granted, maybe the teen, the player really wasn't, you know. But when I was a teenager playing this game, right, I'm like, all right, I got, I'm fighting with my crew. We're knocking these guys out of the sky. And then all of a sudden, one of your buddies makes a heroic sacrifice to save the team and to save everything else. 
and then you see him crash. You just see his plane crash. You don't see him. You just, you know, you don't even hear him scream. You just hear, you know, this heroic thing happen. And then all of a sudden it was like things just kick in. You're like, those dicks. It is on. And I literally racked up like tons of kills. I'm like, this is for Bob! Whoever whoever was the fictional character was that I'm fighting for, this is for Bob! For all the Bobs out there, yeah. you're a hero. Yeah, you're you are my hero if you're a Bob, okay? So it's the same thing that could they could have done there. Bob stands for bring on battle. Yeah, exactly. So with with Titanfall and it, for people that are listening online obviously I talk with my hands a lot so it's probably a good thing this isn't on like YouTube because the camera would constantly get my hands in your face knocking but it over it was like this great potential for a storyline and they dropped the ball and then with Mass Effect Andromeda and we're going to come back to Anthem I promise so with Mass Effect Andromeda Great premise. I love the Mass Effect universe. I love everything about the Mass Effect universe. I think it's all falls under bad writing. Yeah. It, or it, lazy it, writing. Well, it, I don't even think it's necessarily lazy writing. Or because even or bad. Or tired writing. Or tired. Yeah, just the, the same, same, same thing, different baddie kind of thing. And that's what you felt like with Mass Effect and Drama. You could have had a whole massive brand new storyline with the Mass Effect characters. And you did, but you didn't. And like the story arc points that you were kind of like, please explain this. Who are the Remnant? What did they do? Why are they so important? At least in Mass Effect 1, you kind of knew who the Reapers were going to be. You know? Left you hanging. This one was like, the game ends and it's like, okay, well I realized that the Archon dude was a dick. Got that. You know, spoiler alert, he killed my dad. And I'm, I care. But why? Why didn't you do it? It's like they literally got to a point, and I, I think this is the problem when you work, and this, this is the segue back into Anthem. I'm sorry if I've been running long. But uh, essentially, all the... This is what happens when you try to run two big titles at the exact same time, especially when you're trying to make Anthem your flagship title. Because that, that, I mean, that's essentially what they're doing. They're not necessarily moving away from Mass Effect, but they realized Mass Effect 3, and especially the ending back, backlash, you remember that? Yeah. And I was a little pissed off at the end of that one, too. <laughs> I won't lie. It's like, oh, you got, you know, you've made all these choices and you've, all this stuff, and then you've got three. And it's just an anticlimactic ending. And, you know, you shouldn't, as a game, and this is one thing I'm going to hold true with my gaming company. If you make a story arc point, finish out that story arc. Or at least explain what happened. Don't magically make, oh, these people are in this part of the galaxy and Shepard's dead. Yay? And that's all we get. Yeah. Or if you were, like, the one, like, whoever had done it, like, 100% perfect, and then you see the end set of an armor just, <gasps> and then that, then the credits, I'm like, okay, great. Still not a great, if you're ending a trilogy, end it like Return of the Jedi. That's hard to beat, though. I, I mean, uh, but still. But, yeah. Even if you can't beat it, 
aim for it. Yeah, it's don't, not don't hard. Don't settle for the ground. <laughs> you, you know, you get especially I'm watching it for the first time, and then you know the big reveal in Empire Strikes Back. And again, spoiler warning for any of you people that have been living under the rock for the last what forty years. 35, 37 years, 40 yeah. years. Whatever. The ridiculous amount of time that these movies have been out. If you have not watched Empire Strikes Back, do everybody a favor and slap yourself in the face and then go watch Empire Strikes Back. Don't By slap far, too hard so you keep your conscience and you can still watch the movie. Exactly. <laughs> so essentially, you know, big reveal. Vader's his father and it's like, oh, holy crap. <laughs> and it's like... Andromeda had that that potential where you could have had that like holy crap my drop moment you holy know? crap moment and you guys you missed it yeah you and it, it's it. like it's like don't even bother to continue with the universe unfortunately I think it had a lot of potential great premise I mean you know you know you got to do these mil- missions and it starts to build up this this particular planet then you do these missions and it builds up this particular planet I think we call it in the industry self sabotage yeah. It literally just pointed a pistol at your foot and shot yourself in the foot. Now, While you were trying to put it in your mouth at the same time. Exactly. And you ended up delaying Anthem anyway. So why not put in the extra effort to create a really good game? Well, here's hoping Anthem yes. fixes... Everything I've seen so far is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And the storyline is... Some, I don't know a whole lot about it, yeah, but it's extremely intriguing. What? I'm rocking around in a... Uh, a mech, essentially, like a uh, somewhat taller human-sized mech, and I get to blow stuff up, stuff that looks weird. Sounds awesome! Giant robot things walking along. This is great. This is awesome. I love everything about it. Don't suck, please. <laughs> please don't suck. That should be us. Some people with signs at E3, just like hold up a sign. Yeah. Please don't suck. Yeah. While the presenters are looking at the. Never mind, guys. We're postponing this another year. <laughs> now, just some information for the presenters of E3. If you, any of you happen to listen to this podcast, which would be awesome if you didn't. Thank you for listening. But those of you guys that dropped the ball, and you know who you are. Mm-hmm. You know exactly who you are. Or are Not notorious for doing very weird, off-putting, and sometimes upsetting presentations there's a lot of that all you gotta do is look at who your base is your base are avid gamers they want gameplay they want gameplay they don't want theatrics I I mean unless unless you are I would say maybe Halo and I'm gonna just use Halo as an example because you know I love Halo Halo well literally you know speaking of Halo what's that let's branch off into that okay Halo Infinity okay have you heard anything nope we just got a cool visual and like it looks really stellar for 4k it's the first Halo game designed for 4k gaming all right so if you don't have an Xbox One X or a PS4 Pro you're missing out. But wait, you're not going to have it on PS4 Pro. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Had to do that to you guys. But because it's an exclusive for us Xbox people. But, you know, proper game console. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> we don't make our audience move to another auditorium for a presentation. That's just mean. Mic drop! <laughs> Speaking of which, Microsoft clearly won this E3, but we'll get into that. But Halo Infinity looked like from the the trailer or snippet that they did show 
Like, you, you see the warthog, and like, I'm just like, <gasps> like the visuals, and I'm like, this makes me so happy I have an Xbox One X. Like, oh, I, I play any game now, and I'm like, oh my gosh, the visuals, and I'm excited. I, they didn't say anything about it. All you really see is Master Chief with his helmet off. Yeah. At the end, and they're like, and that's all we get. Yeah, I. And, then, I, and they are saying to consider this Halo 6. Oh, they are? They are saying... All right, so it's not going to be like uh, Halo Wars. Halo Wars. I mean, which, don't get me wrong, for an RTS, it was fun. It was fun. And it was kind of a... that. That's where you can do a prequel. And we'll get into to Fallout 76 here in a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, don't worry, don't we worry. We haven't got the Bethesda yet. Yeah, we'll, we'll get Speaking there. Speaking of awkward presentations. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. Um, so essentially... You know, Halo Wars is kind of the first one's kind of setting up what happened up until, and even even Fall of Reach could get away with it because it was kind of like this is you heard about the Fall of Reach but you didn't know what happened and you got to see what happened. You know, you got if you were watching really good, you got to see Master Chief getting pushed into the the Pillar of Autumn and all that stuff. But um, what was I talking about? We were talking about Halo Infinity. Halo Infinity. So. What I am, I'm really. Another scroll ran by. <laughs> if I, if I'm being honest, I did. I know I'm gonna get crucified if a bunch of gamers listen to this because there's always a big divide right now between three four three and Bungie. Who handles the Master Chief franchise the best, or the Halo franchise rather, the best? And I mean, in all honesty, for storytelling, it was it was good. It was fast. Which, you know, unfortunate that's unfortunate, especially with a first person shooter. Unless you put it on legendary <laughs> every time, you're gonna beat the game within about twelve hours. It, it that's just the way it is. It's not like a Mass Effect Andromeda or a or even a Mass that, Effect. That was Halo style, you kind of expected that. Yeah, you expected it to be fast, but it was still a great story to be told. It was and, well, it was well taken it can be quick, it can be you know, it depends how how straightforward you play. Like, if you hammer down, you know, you probably got 10 to 12 hours of story. Mm-hmm. Well-absorbed, well-done, you know, rounded. As other stories that, you know, end, you know, three or four hours, you're like, uh, why? Mm-hmm. You're usually left with disappointment, questions, and then you, you lose a lot of fulfillment from the game. Mm-hmm. If the story is not well produced, exactly. So, in that debate, who do you think handles Halo stories better? I mean, I'm always, and this is again why I was so upset with Destiny, is because I expected something more from Bungie. I did. I expected something more. Now, three four three does a great job. Don't get me wrong; they do an amazing job with picking up the mantle. In my my honest opinion, I think they do a really good job of going, okay, I've been given this, and now I've got to make it as beautiful. Don't screw it up. And don't screw it up, because a lot of people love this game. So, be, that would be a very big fan base that would... Exactly. But you're talking, you're talking, there's people that went to Xbox specifically for that game. Yeah. Because it's an exclusive. Exactly. You're not only at stake with... Consumers, mm-hmm. gamers, but Microsoft as well. Mm-hmm. You know that that's been a hand in hand. You know, you think Xbox, you think Halo. Yeah, every time you, you screw that up, 
Microsoft isn't really well known for their exclusives in comparison to Sony. Sony's got a ton of cool exclusives. That's kind of what's the only. That's probably the only benefit to having a PlayStation is some of the exclusives that yeah. they put out. Uncharted Four. What was it? the the Last of Us Two? They just announced. Last of Us Two looks it looks, looks stellar. Amazing. I was like, wow. And then what was there was another one where the girls it's, it's set on Earth, but it's like way in the future. She uses a bow and arrow but fights robots. Oh, what was that? I'm trying to remember the name because I love that was another one where I love the story, but uh, sorry to get back to to Halo. I apologize. No, it's all good. It's, um, it's Halo, crazy. Halo Five, Halo Four was good. Halo Five was Halo Five just really short. I it, keep hearing it, it's a really short story. It, it was a short story, especially if you're an experienced first-person shooter. You can beat the game. I mean, if you're doing a speed run, you could probably beat it in a you know. Under it, it, under six hours, I'd say. If you're if you're doing if you're just doing a speed run and you're doing the speed run on like easy or something, and you're skipping through all the the, the movies and everything side. like, and you're just bullet, 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 done. <laughs> you know, if you're doing that, was that bullet sounds? Yeah, well, that, that's my version of bullet sounds. Don't judge me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when something's wrong with this gun. <laughs> so with the uh, with uh. Halo 5. They're introducing the new team, which is great. Uh, I, I know a lot of people were on the fence about it. There was a lot of people that were like, no, screw you, 343. How dare you make it about somebody else other? But I'll remind everybody of Halo 2, where you had to play as the Arbiter. This was significantly better than playing as the Arbiter. Because <laughs> at least you were still playing a Spartan. And don't get me wrong, it's a great premise to play the Arbiter, but Unless you've got a massive lore of like people going, I want to see what the elites are like. Don't just spring it on people out of nowhere. Surprise! Um, but you know, just getting to know everybody and then seeing you know Cortana come back—that was great. I love that feeling. And then you know, kind of—I don't know. Do you think there's still people that haven't played Halo Five? Oh, I—I I can't tell you anything then. I don't want to spoil anything for you. I, I, I haven't played it because I heard it was just... I don't know. I just... All right, I heard too many things that people like, don't waste your time on Halo 5. If you're... I heard way too much of that. And see that... I'm an avid gamer. And especially now that I have a kid and my gaming time has dramatically decreased. If I still find... the opposite. I was a parent. Got divorced. Split up had no really rights to the daughter now my gaming time is expanded expanded back well it's just it is it's not become therapeutic it's one of those games like halo halo is going to be one of the first games like if my son's into it we're not just going to sit and play video games we'll go out and do other stuff so any parental groups that are listening to this <laughs> calm down it's okay he i promise you he will go out and throw a football with his dad or rugby that'll be that's something fun Ooh. i want to talk about that that's really cool that I've that I've noticed is that uh, are starting here in the states, but um, but essentially that'll be one of those first games that I'm like, all right, son, come on, let's play video games, and he can play and he can enjoy and he can laugh at the grunts like I did and stuff like that. <laughs> but if it's a continuation of Halo Five, it's Halo Six. Like, is this is this gonna be the s- summation of the the story? 
Is that what's going to happen? Because, in all honesty, when you ended Halo 4, I felt, until I played Halo 5, I felt like that was the, the logical end point. And, the, 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 and don't get me wrong. Where it, does the story actually end? Exactly. And if you're going to end it on 6, that's great. But I hope you make it longer than a 12-hour campaign. Yeah, I, if, you, if you're going to finish out the series, finish strong, and yeah. make it worthwhile. Yeah, make it like an uppercut to anything that's going to come after. So that way they can go, oh, well, there was no Halo Infinite. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, whatever. That's an, it ain't <laughs> no Halo. <laughs> so it, it, I'm excited for it. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm very excited, especially how they ended the last one where you kind of... I can't say too much. It sucks because yeah. I don't want to ruin it for you. No, it's, it's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll catch up. Um, but we we got to move on from Halo. All right, sorry. <laughs> Gears of War is getting another sni- another game. Surprise, uh, surprise. I think, sad. I, I think that one should have stopped a while ago. should have stopped at three. But Devil May Cry is getting a fifth, a fifth game. That'll be fun. Difficult. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, it, that's one of those ones where it's synonymous. As soon as you heard Devil May Cry, another one comes out, like there's probably a whole... <laughs> million avid gamers are like, oh crap, not that again. <laughs> so which so the people um amidst of all this, a few fresh ideas surfaced. Um C D Project Red, the studio behind the excellent Witcher series of role playing games, showed their Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I haven't seen a whole lot on it. I've seen a, some of the concept art when I had some when I I mean, obviously, Dad, I don't have a whole lot of free time anymore. Yeah. But it basically, it's like a which trades swords and sorcery, fantasy, you know, like games for mm-hmm. you know, dyed mohawks, retro futurist, DOS prompts. Kind of like an altered carbon. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm excited for it. I'm I'm excited for this one. And then, all right, here we go. We're ready to get to one of the most awkward presentations. Oh please, let's let's go let's go to Bethesda. All right, Bethesda, and I'm a Bethesda fan. Like, but even for me, I was like, "What am I watching right now?" So, they, a little recap. You know, Bethesda's presentation starts, and they go to, you know for the Rage Two, and Andrew WK comes out and plays that the one hit wonder is just obnoxious, <laughs> and he comes out, "You ready to rage? You ready to rage?" Like he says this like twenty times. You ready to rage? And like I think there was like five guys on, and it's like, "Yeah, I know who you are." Yeah, I'm ready to rage. <laughs> and they play that obnoxious song, and the whole time I'm like I'm trying to not beat my head on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really there for like one, maybe two particular games. Um, but so then they get the presentation. The presentation has come out. It's like that short bald guy and that German biker dude. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think the first words that came out of my other cousin's mouth was, so they send these two out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. got the little bald guy from ID, like, who worked with Doom. Yeah. Phenomenal game. I love Doom. Yeah. Did you see they're coming out with the second one? I was getting there. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, but we'll get back. Sorry. I think they, they kind of played a dick move with that presentation. Yes, they did. But, but awkward, awkward presentation. Right, so Rage 2, like, oh, they're bringing Rage back. Nah. I... Not interested. I, I wasn't even excited about the first one, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I was like, eh, whatever. Rage two, cool. So now it's like fall. It's, it's like Fallout with big guns and vehicles. 
Okay, whoop de doo. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, don't give me. <laughs> I, I understand that it takes a lot to to come up with a game, and and you know, and if you're really focusing in on creating something, create not copy. Uh, true, true. But it's Bethesda. It's all licensed by Bethesda, so it's what it, that's I, I, like gray I kinda, area. I kind of question. I guess they didn't show a whole lot of gameplay, and some of it's like, do you, if you notice in the presentation, it was like, did we teleport inside of a building? How did we get there? Yeah, it was. Very, I think some of the editing of the clips was very misleading, mm-hmm. and that part of the presentation was lackluster. And Rage Two was definitely not like, I, from what I even saw it, I was like, eh. Yeah, I, I think it was eh. Pressure no, to come out a presentation like that, and that's how you open. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to climb back up. And if all Bethesda, hear this: if you ever happen to listen to this podcast, which it would benefit you if you did, you're welcome. <laughs> We're doing you a favor. We're doing you a favor. Don't do that presentation again. Don't. It, serious. This goes for any presenter at E3. Know your audience. Yeah. Avid gamers, guys that probably listen to the music that you're trying to get them up and excited about, but again. That was a one-hit wonder, and you're talking Rage. It's been years since Rage mm-hmm. won. So that fan base is merely like... Okay. <laughs> and even that fan base is... Like, what? I didn't ask doing? for a Rage 2. I didn't ask for a Rage 2. It wasn't, I don't think the first one was that great, but whatever. Then um, they announced Wolfenstein, a new Wolfenstein, Young Blood, which I'm not a fan of the title because that just sounds naughty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I've, I've wanted to play the new, the new one, and then Doom, Etern- ex- Doom Eternal, and all we got from that was some cool, quick visual and hell. On, it's gonna be hell on earth, mm-hmm. and we'll tell you more in Quakecom. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, dick move. Dick you move. Just wasted two minutes of yeah, my time. That that should have been a when way- it started. The intro was like, oh fuck, yeah, new Doom, and then more at Quakecom. Fuck you guys. Yeah. That's it, almost enough to make me not buy the game, because that was a dick. I, I'll still buy oh, the I'll game. I'll still buy the game. Yeah. But, but, I'm sure there's some people like, you are kidding me. But, but yeah. let's, let's, let's get to the elephant in the room. Okay. A lot of people were watching Bethesda, because they, like a week prior to E3, they announced Fallout 76. Yes. They didn't give a shit Fallout 76 on that, on that. They made us wait till E3. Um... Fallout 7, and I'm a hardcore, you know me because I'm a hardcore Fallout oh, yeah. fan. You are, a, this guy's got quantum colas, alright, everybody, this this guy knows his Fallout. Um, it's it's like my go-to game. Um, and so they not, they did a little snippet, they did like a 24, like, live stream, and then they, I not, like, this little trailer, which starts with, you know, Country Roads, which was really originally by John Denver, but it was another, someone's covering it. Which, by the way, on the 4th, they're going to put that on Apple Music. And if you buy it, proceeds go towards um, a charity. I, now, forgive me, I forget what charity it was. So. It's probably one of, I'm assuming probably one of John, John's, uh, John, like I know the guy. I, I, John didn't pass, I, Plane Crash, I think, but he passed away like year, way Great before artist. I was born. But, um, I don't remember, I, I, for some reason, the, the charity forgot, I forgot what it was for, but. So there was a lot of skepticism, you know. There was people on YouTube breaking down this minute trailer. Oh yeah, before I've seen the E three, and they're like, they pull up the board. There's like five players in it. So the words multiplayer came out. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
For any of you guys that don't know, Fallout has always been a single-player, story-based game. Mm-hmm. Um, so multiplayer didn't really excite a lot of true fans. And for myself, I was, I, w- I was pissed, and I'm like, when they E3 and they bring it out, and you know they announced, yeah, it's gonna be multiplayer. There's gonna be. It's in West Virginia. It's four times the size of Fallout 4, which I was like, holy crap, that's huge, because Fallout 4 was massive. It's going to break my Xbox. <laughs> I'm like, Fallout 4 was massive, and I'm modding that game. And I, I don't think there, there's still areas in Fallout 4 I haven't found yet. That, you know. And I, I, I had to sit on it overnight. I, I had to let that sink in, like, multiplayer. Multi, just imagine laying in your bed and multiplayer, multiplayer. Oh, online. I had to have Xbox Live. I gotta. There's a lot of skepticism. I and mean, there's a lot of true fans that are pissed. And I mean, utterly pissed. Like, they're not buying the game. They're boycotting it. They're, they're going extreme. Damn, that bad. Because They're going solo on it, huh? They're like, this is bullshit. <laughs> like, I can't believe you guys. There's no single player mode. But you. It's, but Todd Howard, you, know, you can go roam the waste the. by yourself. But there's gonna be. Any NPC is going to be another human. And I, I had to let the and you also get the like the enemies and like how how do you not have NPCs in the well, story? They're they're implementing well not human NPCs. They're implementing like robots will give you quest, the overseer, hollow tapes. Oh, okay. So it I I I I guess I get they're not you're, you're not going to get like the interaction like Fallout 4 like, you know, Preston and you're not getting the story. All these that people aspect. that are being in the wasteland. These are. This is this right is, after the okay, bombs so fell. Okay, so this is 25 years. Fallout 76 fall is 25 years after the bombs fell. Okay. This is literally the earliest fallout in the story of you exiting the vault. So okay. really, it's a prelude to Fallout 3. Okay, and and you're talking about what was a mythical, like a legendary vault, like. 76 it was talked about it was mentioned in a few games mm-hmm. you find information on a terminal in Fallout 3 about it mm-hmm. not much is said about it it's because it was a it was like a common fault this vault was actually designed to not have crazy tests done you know mm-hmm. Fallout 4 you're in Fault 111 you get frozen for 200 years mm-hmm. come to find out spoiler that your son is running the institute yeah okay um so most anticlimactic one too. You tried know. to do a Va- but, I mean, they tried to go Vader. They did. They tried to do the Vader reveal, but well, Fallout's always been a choice-driven game. Yeah, you could have. I I did the Institute story. You had the brother still. So you're you either left with you're killing your kid, you're joining your kid, you take over the Institute after your kid dies. Yada yada yada. I mean, there's they leave. And that aspect up to you what you want to do with it. Yeah, which I, I that that's what I love about that that that's why a lot of people are freaking out right now because now you're, you're throwing an online component component in. here it's four times the size, but the server is going to be limited to I think no more than like twenty four or thirty two people. So they're going to have to have a massive server bank. But they, they already have it. Like they're, it's already established. They're, they're, yeah, they. They're, they're, they're actually having a beta to test the bugs. And I'm, I'm actually going to be part of the beta. Like, oh, that's exciting. So, um, But you won't be able to say a whole lot, will you? Well, it's, if you pre-order the game, you're part of the open beta. So. Oh, okay. So um, it's, a, it's not a closed beta. It's open beta. It's open beta. Okay. Beta, if you pre-order. And I, 
I went ahead and got the Power Armor Edition because I'm a collector. Oh, that's awesome. So it's going to be that, that T60? The you get the T50, T51 oh, T Ooh, cool. with the working light and a voice changer. Oh, that's awesome. Like it, it, all of it works? It, it works. <laughs> that's awesome. I think they're trying to step it up in the Pip-Boy Edition from Fallout 4. Okay. I got that one too, but I'm a hardcore collector. And, and like I said, it, it, it caused a lot of controversy. And I, I had to sit there and I'm like, it's, you know, you got to stand the Fallout lore. So, like, there's a few things that are a little bit off-putting, but there's guns that you wouldn't see in Fallout 3. Mm -hmm. There's guns that have never been in the Fallout game until now because it was a pre... So yeah. it's all, all it's all weaponry that was probably stored in, like, the vault armory. It, so it's, like, pre-war, still usable. So hopefully a lot of futuristic stuff. I'm, like I'm, uh, I'm excited to see. I mean, maybe maybe we won't, we won't see pipe pistols. I mean, I thank God. But, and, you got, and I had to sit there and think of what Bethesda's doing. And and I, I broke it down. It's fucking genius. Mm -hmm. Way to take – well, there's a lot of people who wanted Fallout multiplayer, like, wanted just to see – this really what this started at was they wanted to see what Fallout 4 with multiplayer engine would look like. Okay. And they basically tied in – they updated the engine a little bit. So really cool. You get to see the storms coming in from a distance. And a lot, a lot of cool rendering things. Um, but as far you know, as people who play Fallout for the story, we're we're all kind of like, well, how does that? That is still going to be included, but it's going to be real time bats. Okay. So it's not going to have slow mo because obviously you can't do that on a live server. Yeah. That would. It blew the server up. Like, what the hell's going on? Everybody's going slow at the same time. <laughs> Who's, who's using bats right now? <laughs> Come on, get with it. But what's cool is they're using like West, like Virginia, like mythical creatures. Like Mothman's going to be in the game. Mm -hmm. They had um, I can't even name like because there were some really crazy like looking creatures in the trailer. Like, like that's never been in a Fallout game before. But I had to really sit there and go, well, you have your friends, you know. I mean, co-op would have probably been a better approach, maybe. Mm -hmm. You and your friend go explore the wasteland, kill shit, uh, build, rebuild. But then I'm like... Nobody comes over and hangs out at your house anymore. They hang out at their house. <laughs> I mean, if you do it online, make a clan. But, you know, yeah. technologies. Maybe that's where we're at. Maybe that's where Fallout needs to get to. Because this is... Then again, this is probably the only game they're going to be able to pull this off with. Because it's a prelude. There, ha There isn't technically raiders yet there isn't gunners there isn't yeah this is us develop you know why not see what people do and see if this, you start joining teams people are going to make their own raiders that, this that's where this is going to this could get interesting or it could blow up in Bethesda's well, face well Bethesda's also working really hard on griefing like they, they're making it where it's not like these people can't just go around to shooting you oh okay you gotta basically challenge accept it like, oh okay so it's like a PVE kind of like what WoW did Kind of. It's not. They're they're still fine tuning. Mm -hmm. They're still trying to figure out, make sure we don't get griefed. And then they also throw in the whole nuclear. Now you can launch nukes. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I, I, I I'm saw like, that. okay, like, that that's interesting. But it's like creating. Well, the, what they're doing is because West Virginia probably wasn't struck directly by the bombs. Like if you look at the game, you come out of the vault, you're like, holy shit, it's green. Yeah. What the? F this isn't like the typical wasteland. Yeah. Then again, they were probably going for the capital. Yeah. So maybe they weren't hit as hard, and they were probably prepared and had missiles standing by, whatever. So it's very difficult to get a missile. You gotta have friends. You get the code. 
You got to get into the missile launching site. We can't just like chase people with the missile. No, you you basically just choose an area and launch it. Yeah. So if you know like this particular, you know, let's let's call them a raider group. Yeah. That you know these people create on this raider group and they're just stealing your shit. Like they're doing you know raider shit mm-hmm. and you're tired of it. You can nuke that area they're in. Can't exactly aim at them, but if you have a general idea, like you know, it seems like they're camping out in this particular part of the map. You can launch a nuke and wipe them out. Launch a nuke. Go in there if you're if you're strong enough and you go in the protection, you can go into that radio and then like grab supply. You know, that's when it looks like a Fallout game. Mm -hmm. Like it's all nuked out and like your radiation and you taking you know getting supplies, fighting legendaries. You know. That, in that aspect, it's an interesting approach, but again, it's it's made a lot of people upset. And I, I I feel if they do it right and they they follow their what they say they're gonna do, mm-hmm. which I don't think they're gonna try to destroy one of the bread and butter games. Yeah, I think what they're well, doing is very Bioware risky. killed a Mass Effect. So in a, in a nutshell, killed Mass Effect. I, I'm just I'm hoping. Yeah. I mean that's the the one of the money makers. Yeah. Like, between Elder Scrolls and Fallout, that's Bethesda. That's where they make their money. That's now true. think about it, Bethesda uh, Fallout's had big changes before. Think about the first two Fallout's was a third person computer like computer like RPG. Yeah. Click driven like very very different. Bethesda gets it. Fallout Three now it's a first person shooter. Mm-hmm. Massive map, mm-hmm. same story and lore. So it's not like the game hasn't seen a drastic change. Like, well, this isn't what the Fallout I remember. Um, true and Fallout false. Four got settlement building. That yeah. was a big deal. Like, yeah, they, well, I don't want to go build buildings. And then, <laughs> and then it turns out that's actually kind of fun. You're like, yeah, you spent two and a half. Days. I spent two weeks building a hotel and sanctuary for the fucking shits and giggles. <laughs> I built a fucking hotel. And then found out there was only a limited number of people. Like, I didn't know that when I was... I'd spent, literally, in game time... Not, not Like, it probably took me about two, two and a half weeks. But in total game time, building up Sanctuary <laughs> to, like, this massive base. Like, turrets everywhere. Oh, yeah. I bought a bunch of Guys, concrete. go to Vault Boy 210. You'll see... I have clips of the fun Fallout 4 glitches. I may have a clip of my hotel in there. I don't remember if I posted it, but it's... I called it Sanctuary Square Hotel. Like, that's literally what I called it. And I literally had a mod, which is another thing Fallout 4 brought, was modding to consoles. Yeah, I saw Sorry, PlayStation. Yeah. Xbox rules, PlayStation Jews. <laughs> um, they brought modding, and I ended up knocking down my old house. Like, my house in the game is where the hotel sits now. Oh, wow. Uh- I'm like, I don't need my house anymore. Yeah. Sean's crib. Scrap. <laughs> I, <laughs> I scrapped that. I'm not going to lie. I scrapped I, it. I, scrapped it. I, I, I went and cleaned out. Saying, I, I mean, that project, even on my Xbox One, because I had that game. It was my first game. And I decided I went shit falls crazy with modding. And I literally, even my Xbox One X drops FPS when I go into Sanctuary. Because I got like a thousand turn. Like I, my defense is like 999 plus. <laughs> They're like, they're like the safest town, even more so than Diamond City. Yeah. <laughs> like, some mute's going to come over that bridge, they're done. <laughs> Laser turret. I got turrets all around it. But here, here's where things get fucking hilarious. I built a, bu- a building, like, 
it was going to be like my bunker. Mm-hmm. I was going to put all my power armor, ammo, weapons in there. Yeah. And then they released that Contraptions DLC. <laughs> oh, I'm going to put an elevator in it. So I build another floor, and it goes up. To, and I'm like, well, now what? I ran out of ideas, and I'm like, well, there's nothing to... So I got a night, like a hotel. What are these people going to do around saying... Here, here I am focusing on that. I'm not even working on the storyline. I'm just walking around Sanctuary going, what am I going to do next? So I built a fucking skywalk. There's literally just squares in my sky. That's awesome. <laughs> you get in the bunker, you go in the elevator, you get on the skywalk, and you just walk around. And it's just magically being held up by, it's by just magic. Yeah. <laughs> magic skywalk. I call it the skywalk. It's hilarious as hell. I was going to put a vending machine up there, and I haven't That's done that awesome. yet. That's <laughs> awesome. I would do it. There, I have a spot for a vending machine. I just haven't put it there yet. I'm going to put like a new cola machine right there. <laughs> but I, I pretty much messed up that game, and I used some mod that this is bad. Like, I, I don't know what mod I used, but I ended up activating something. I don't even know what, how I did it. All of a sudden, I'm watching my level up. There's like, <laughs> for like 40 minutes, I'm leveling up to like 10,000. I'm like 10,348 in that game now. Wow. I got to like level 70. <laughs> then I was like, it just kept going. I'm like, what have I done? So in that aspect, I'm pretty much a god in this game now. Like. I can shoot a legendary Deathclaw in, like, one shot. He's dead. So it's gotten kind of boring. Like, I I got away from that game. But in other news, you guys got to check out the Wade Wilson Deadpool. If you're Deadpool fans, they have a mod where you can play as Deadpool. That's awesome. So I started a game as Deadpool. (laughs) That's great. Like, even the snarky remarks? No, it still has... That's wow. one thing I wish they would have done is have, like, Deadpool voice, like, the remarks, but no, it's still the character's voice. So, like, that kind of... Mm-hmm. But you get the... You get the, the cool armor, you get the sword. Get oh, the, the sword's usable, or is it just aesthetic? No. You use the sword as a weapon. No way. That's cool. Um, but, yeah. Anyways, we've really drifted off, but... Fallout 4, but Fallout 76 is... I'm excited, though, because it's... It's got a potential of being a great game. It does. It's got a potential also to be disastrous. Uh, it has a potential of turning into Titanfall. <laughs> well, let's hope I don't do that. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping Bethesda at least learned a lesson from ESO. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it's making a bunch of money, like, it's not that most popular game. And that presentation was kind of awkward. So the poor guy came out for Legends, the card game. It was mm-hmm. going to be on call. I felt so bad for that young man. Like, he just... I think he... he... I, I was... He said something wrong in a meeting, and he got voluntold that he was going to do that presentation. You're going to say it. <sighs> Damn it. Why? I'm awkward and weird, and I don't want to talk. Yeah, especially when you come out after Andrew WK and Rage 2. Yeah. That's a tough. Well, but, you see. You saw that video. Once you go rock bottom. It's hard to climb out of rock Well, no, bottom. I mean, it's hard to climb out of, but in all honesty, he had a better presentation. <laughs> Even for being awkward and... He definitely had a better presentation, but it wasn't a very popular game. And mm-hmm. I think that one of the highlights for that, I wish I could find a clip where there's this, there this, I'm sorry if I offend you, but there was this heavier set guy in the audience at, at the Bethesda. And I don't know if it was during Rage or one of the presentations, but you just see this guy rolling with laughter because it was just hilarious. Like It was like he was feeling our, our mo because we're laughing. Like, this is, it was that horrendous was funny. Like... <laughs> It wasn't supposed to be that funny, but this guy is literally off, like just rolling. Like mm-hmm. you see this guy like laughing his fucking ass off, mm-hmm. having a good time, and we're like, how? 
Little man's waking up. Well, he's he does this. He'll wake up. He'll grab his blankie. He'll wrap himself up. He'll roll around until he starts screaming. We're good. <laughs> but uh, and then then they try to pull the stunt of so Fallout seventy six online four times bigger bigger than Fallout four. They're gonna have anti griefing policy, nukes, some lore questionable lore moves, but overall I think they're gonna I think I think if they stay focused on it, it'll do good. It it, it could do, but it could also completely dismantle their lore. And that that's that's the problem. It, it whenever you do a prequel, you run the risk of destroying of the lore. Turning yeah. it into like the whole Star Trek, the new yeah. and old Star Trek debacle. And all you know, and all these multiple timelines that are like, where does this fall? Is this true? Or even the Star Wars and the Star Wars Legends universe? Yeah. Like people, people are when you got avid fans. If you screw up the story, they will never forgive you for it, ever. I I I think Bethesda will at least try to keep the lore in, in the lore in place as best as they can. But some of it's in our hands now. Yeah, that's true, and that's the problem. It's That's like when, scary. when, when, because they're only going to be able to go to so far in it, and then eventually Raiders and all these other stuff is going to, ha- it's going to have to happen. Because it's like, think about it this way in Fallout 4, Brotherhood of Steel comes to the capital, right? Yep. The West Virginia area, unless it's underground or no electricity whatsoever, as soon as the Brotherhood of Steel see a bunch of lights and everything coming on, is they're coming east of the country? Well, you got you got you got to also think Fallout seventy six is before Brotherhood of Steel. No, I, I I realize that, but that that's where this lore issue yeah. ties into is like, well, the if the Brotherhood of Steel would have seen, you know, this level plus of their technology, they're gonna either take what they want violently. Or run with their tails between their legs. It's one of the two, and and every interaction that I've had with the Brother of Hood of Steel, they throw everything they can in an objective to win. I'm curious to see what they're gonna. I mean, it could it it could definitely be it. It has the potential of being a great game, but at the same time, I can understand where the rage is coming from, from from hardcore yeah. Fallout fans. I, I I had to I had I had to sleep on it for a couple. I had to think about it. I'm like I'm waiting for further details. Okay, mm-hmm. so one they're keeping vats. Okay, so that lure is still the same. Yeah, I like how they're keeping to the area and using mythical creatures from Virginia. Store that that's cool. Yeah, I like how it's set 25 years. You're, we're the early, we're the first out of the vaults. Mm-hmm. Fine, and letting the people online create quote, people who are going to play this game are going to be familiar with like I want to be there's already people I want to be I want to be a raider group I want to you know we're going to start this um, I'm sure Brotherhood of Steel there's got to be some Brotherhood Brotherhood of Steel people out they're there gonna cut, they're going to they're picking up the armor I mean obviously even from the trailer power armor is still a thing so yeah actually it looks like it's a big focus of a lot of things it's I wonder if they'll they're going to change their uh Cause that's one thing I loved about Fallout 4 is you rock, or, well, the fall, you know, you're walking around in a giant metal suit, being able to jump off of stuff and blow stuff up and take huge hits and stuff like that. But, you know, you burn through fusion cores like crazy, and it's kind of like you're always trying hey, to isn't find... Isn't funny that fusion cores run these power generators for 200 plus years, no problem, but... You magically, put like, you put it on a power armor, armor and it like, drains within seconds. Yeah, I remember just doing the first first mission in the T forty five armor, right? Yeah, 
Fallout 4. And literally, by the time you get back to Sanctuary, which magically everybody has to walk as slow as possible to get back there. And literally, just every second, you're just seeing the meter go... It's like a it was like a car when it's below half a tank. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. It go, it's, it, it, that's interesting. That's always been kind of a fallout. That's kind of an ongoing fallout. Joke. I mean, I, I understand the premise behind it. That like, uh, but then again, maybe the generator when you have it plugged in is keeping the fusion core charged. Like that's a backup, <sighs> like a continue. But then, and see, that's just another one of we those things. Know, we don't know enough information. It, yeah, there's not there's not enough lore on it to be definitive. Nothing. Nothing's definitive on it. Um, but yeah, no. And then Bethesda does this what I call a punk ass move, and they now you know everyone already ha- rumor had you know they found the patent for Starfield, so so they announced this little snippet of space satellite and then Starfield. I'm like, well, that was cool. So what is this one supposed to be about? It's a single. Well, we no one knows. No they, one knows. It's a single. It's a big. Like Todd Howard's been working on this. Like one of his dream games. It's supposed to be a massive single player. Is this going to be like No Man's Sky? A lot of talk and no, no action. I don't know. It's it's still in development. And then they. It's supposed to be a big story based RPG, first person, like based in space. Like traditional RPG. It's gonna be like a what you would expect a Fallout or a Elder Scrolls, but okay. in space. Okay. There's not. There's no really no information on it. Then it's a new, brand new Bethesda single player game. Okay. And then they did Elder Scrolls Six, and they flash this nice scenery. Elder Scrolls Six, and that's all you get. So they they. But in their in their defense, people have already. Bethesda fans have already figured out Starfield. They they found that on a patent. So, Todd Howard's like, it's better. We just decided to be up front. Like, yeah, you got it. We we're, yes, we are working on Starfield. It's this is what done. we got. Here you go. They, we don't got anything to show you, right? It, you know, apparently it is somewhat play. It's like playable, but they they weren't ready to announce it yet. Like oh, it that, was. It's it's already playable. Like apparently, well, apparently bits and pieces it are. That's cool. That's what I heard, but it could be good. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I'm curious that I'm expecting maybe that one by the end of next year, or oh, 2020. Right. Oh, you think that? Maybe maybe Elder Scrolls will be on the next gen consoles. Mm-hmm. Speaking of next gen consoles, what do you suspect? consoles are going to be in for the next gen what do you think is going to be new like 4k gaming has kind of been this yeah 4k gaming's big i am what do you suspect gaming's going to be they're suspecting 2020 2021 uh i mean because the the vr thing's been big but it, it's the same thing that it's always been you have to have this particular thing to do this particular thing and do this and there's still some game mechanics that you can't fit into there like moving <laughs> Are you literally going to be standing up and just, you know, lifting your legs up to simulate walking? <laughs> and I mean, well, don't sensors. get don't get me wrong. I I mean, you could you could probably censor it, but it's, that's still that's more stuff that you have to have on. Why? What's up? Oh, um, so essentially, it, it it could be that, but in all honesty, you I think VR I see, is going to get bigger. I what's that? You think VR is going to get bigger? No. No, I think it, it's seen it's 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 kinda like how three D was in movies. It was all the rage, everybody did it during Avatar and now eh, I don't really want to go because I have a headache. <laughs> so yeah, I I do think that 
VR is probably seen its heyday. I mean, I love the premise. It, talk about completely immersing yourself into, into the a game. game. But I just don't think the technology. It, or it's just not there. there. Like it would have to literally be like a pair of glasses, like what I'm wearing right now. But the glasses would have to connect. And I swear, if somebody does this idea, I want to see some money from it. <laughs> like put you literally put the glasses on. And then it's almost like a, I haven't seen Ready Player One. I've heard good things about it. I haven't seen it yet either. But it's like you, you kind of think that it needs to be something like Changed that. Changed the whole world around you. It, 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 would, it would have to literally – it would be like have to be like a holodeck on Star Trek, right? Yeah. Where it, you that's the only way that I see it moving forward because a lot of people – yeah, it's a great idea to put this gigantic thing on your face. But – in all honesty, are you going to do it? No. Do you feel like a dork doing it? Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's fun for the first go around, you know, putting put it on grandma's face and watching her freak out as it goes up. Game, yeah. Game. Yeah, something along those lines. I but think I, more, it's more like a prank. I, I, see, I see probably not more of the same, but... What do you think consoles are going to be like in the next generation? Next generation, I see, you know, 4K obviously as a standard at the gate terabyte of hard drive minimum that's kind of what the xbox one x is yeah i mean i'm just i'm saying like the because like you had to work up to the terabyte hard drive with that yeah i'm thinking probably a faster wi-fi connection i'm thinking probably a faster wi-fi connection uh just so that way those people that need uh that don't use a landline for their their gaming they can I honestly kind of, and this is just old school gamer for you, I kind of see games being developed for these ones as being more of, and this is just a hopeful dream, less multiplayer, more storyline. But and maybe just being in a way where, you know, this the console can handle everything that they want to do. I, I think that the console's graphics cards are going to be Improved. Improved, if not on par with what's currently being used in computers now. So, like, you're, like... Uh, well, remember how when the Xbox One X came out, it was really comparable to a gaming PC. Yeah, it was. It was very comparable you're to like, a gaming PC. made you question, like... Well, I mean, I'm, I'm also I'm a spend- big computer guy, so, I'm like... I'm spending five ninety nine on a console mm-hmm. that can play games that I've already spent two grand on a computer yeah. to do. Yeah. It just it where, where, where where is that lie? I mean, but granted, gaming PCs are much more to the person. Like, okay, I want this graphics card. I want this processor. Yeah, I want, and I wanted to do this. And I, want I wanted it, to do very. I want to overclock this. Yeah, I want to overclock this. I want, or I want a computer that's good for producing music, videos, video editing, and gaming, and gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as for consoles, you know. Xbox One, like you probably heard in my previous um, podcast. Yeah. Xbox One, when they first announced that, was kind of disastrous. That's why it was kind of a big deal that Microsoft won the C3. Yeah. Because Sony kicked their ass on that one. Yeah, they, they did. They knocked them out of the park because they made a console that could do everything that console came, but $100 cheaper. But they, again, this falls on marketing. Yeah. Xbox, at the presentation, failed to note. Hey, it, yeah, it can game. Mm-hmm. No, they were focused on, oh, it's a multimedia. Next time in the chair. We're, we're over here sitting on stools, and 
I experienced a bad leg cramp about 10 minutes ago. and I'm experiencing one now. <laughs> but, uh, but, but no, the, I, I... Poor marketing because they focused on, oh, it's multimedia. Yeah. You can watch TV on your Xbox. And all of us gamers are like, why? Does it game? Mm-hmm. And see, I mean, I understand what they were oh, trying to do. I totally missed the whole, speaking of why, another reason why Microsoft won this um, E3, hmm. they got a hold of, I think, five different game studios, including um, play, the Players Playground or something, the one who makes the... Oh, uh, PUBG? No, 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 not them. Fortnite? Um, Forza, who makes the Forza, like Horizon. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forget what that... Like uh, gaming, t- or not players, gaming, Players Playground, something like that? Yeah. Um, they got them, so now obviously Force has always been exclusive, but now it's like they bought like five different Team Ninja, I think Microsoft got oh, that wow. studio. So that's no, that's gonna be hard selling your studio away, though. And I, I well, they're it's kind of a dual like, hey, we got what you need to make the game, and now you get to make you get the safety net of Microsoft. Plus a million dollar salary for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it was a win-win in that aspect. But E3 overall, you know. But I think a lot of game right now we're at that stage where we're waiting for the next big, big console, next big technology. It's just, and then that's that's where it boils down to is like, what's the next thing? Are you gonna have a holodeck in your house? Mm, no. Are, are is you, it gonna be something people want to pay for? Are you gonna put a gigantic thing on your face? No. no. So you got to make it immersive, but not yeah clunky. And the only way to truly make anything immersive is a storyline. But I mean, hardware-wise, it's on. It's going to be what's capable. What What is the next? The the fastest RAM that you can fit in here. What's the best processor you can fit in here? And Xbox hinted at the next big thing, um, but they're announcing it twenty twenty. What what what? But, they hinted at it. What did they say? It it could just be a prototype. I, I forget what they called it. It was like the Xbox. Um, I don't even remember the name of it. It was some code name. Yeah, and I mean, like the Connect thing was a disaster. Oh my gosh! Oh, Connect. Uh, it, Xbox, turn on, and it was like nothing. It's like an Amazon Echo, but from hell. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite. But I th- I think we got a pretty good wrap-up of an episode. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. I had a blast. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining me, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll have to do this more often. Yeah, absolutely, of course. And for all you people out there, have a, hope you're having a great day. Thanks for listening. Um, feel free to send suggestions, comments. Um, if you guys want to contribute to the episode, please don't he- hesitate to get in contact and... We'll get you included. Y'all have a great day. Thanks for listening. Later.